This is All India Radio. In the program Spotlight, we now bring you a discussion on RBI's fourth bi-monthly monetary policy. The participants are Subhamoy Bhattacharjee, economic analyst, and Santosh Tiwari, journalist. RBI has cut repo rate fifth consecutive time by 25 basis points this time. Although it is good for consumers and also for industry, but somewhat concerning point is the reduction of the FY1920 growth rate to 6.1% from earlier projected 6.9%. But again, the good part is that now it appears that the government and the RBI are working in tandem to give growth an impetus. Now, if this continues for next few quarters, certainly the growth rate will improve. So, my, how do you see this? This clearly, despite RBI's mandate to maintain inflation under control, that mandate doesn't seem very relevant at this point. As you pointed out, it is basically growth now and growth tomorrow, which is going to be the mandate of RBI. As the governor, Mr. Shaksikant Das, also pointed out today, that he is going to use all the levers of monetary policy to ensure that growth trajectory turns back towards a higher rate and to do that whatever will be necessary so basically he used the word accommodative monetary policy which means that he is not only said that there's a 25 basis point cut this time but if necessary he is keeping the window open and that means as you said that both the rbi and the government are clearly pushing everything i mean like sort of they're really now throwing as they say the kitchen sink after the growth problem that do whatever it takes to get growth back on track that's remarkable but yes given the circumstances that the overall the world economy is not providing any incentive whatsoever it is necessary that india makes it very clear to every sort of entrepreneur and that can mean the biggest entrepreneur to the smallest entrepreneur cost of money is not a challenge to set up a unit to produce anything so this is now the chance to start any enterprise or whatever enterprise there is to deepen the work in that enterprise and to sell things cheap because that is only when the consumption cycle starts picking back and the economy starts spurring back into growth phase as you pointed out of and then we can start looking at in the next few quarters of a growth rate which comes along closer to 7 or probably goes above 7 percent see there were two elements which were keeping india's cost of doing business at a very high level now those two points were one was high interest rate and the second was you know high taxation now taxation part has been taken care of so the impact will come you know going ahead but at least it has been taken care of by reduction in corporate tax rate as far as interest rate is concerned, that too has been reduced. But the real problem and the challenge, despite RBI reducing repo rate consecutively, has been lack of transmission. Now, government on its part and RBI also, today also RBI Governor Sakti Kantadas said that, you know, they will do their best, they will try everything to make this transmission happen realistically. Up till now, that has not happened. So, unless until this transmission of the repo rate cut, happens in a manner which realistically impacts lending rate, the impact is not that big. That is true. I mean, people need to feel that there is a very, you know, sort of an engaging necessity to take out a loan. And banks, frankly speaking, despite all the prod by RBI, are not making it that attractive to customers. And I can agree that, you know, when you go out to towns, to city, to rural areas, to official areas, one of the things you see lots of advertisements for lots of goods 
because companies are trying to sell and they're trying to sell goods at cheaper rate. So you get discount rates, you get all sorts of things. How many times do we see banks actually standing out with boards saying that, you know, we have slashed interest rates big time, so come and take loans. You know, banks always seem to think, and that one must blame the both the public and the private sector banks, that it's a great idea to earn money at cheaper rate from RBI, but to hold on to lending rates at whatever is available and then try to make the difference. And this is a fundamental problem in the Indian economy. In fact, though, of course, one can criticize the loan mailers government has been talking about, but at the same time, it is necessary to make the banks again reach out to people to say that are we going to give loans? And the problem is that Indian banks have sort of, despite every available metric, there's availability of liquidity, it's cheap, the manpower is there. The What is not happening is making available loan at commensurately good rates for the people. Like today, for instance, the RBI governor said that we are relaxing the limit for microfinance institutions and they will be able, and the cap for MFIs to give out loans, it has been raised from 1 lakh rupees. Now, those are very impressive steps. Those are necessary steps because it is the smallest entrepreneur who's not really particularly interested in what's happening in the larger global matrix, who concentrates and focuses on producing stuff or services for the domestic economy, who will need and who can make a persistent business case only if the cost of capital is low. But that low cost of capital has really not been one of India's biggest stellar achievement. But what I feel, the both the RBI and the government is really now pushing banks to say that you got to give out loans at very cheap rates. And it's necessary because if the loans are available at cheap rates, then people should be getting it. It's no point saying that only the government will be able to keep its fiscal or house in order by having a low interest rate regime. Sure, that's very important. But the people must be able to get loans at rates where it makes it an extremely attractive idea for them to take out those loans. Because that is when consumption starts returning to the economy. And for that, the banks have to play a very, very strong proactive role. And the whole projection that the government and RBI, they are working in tandem towards reviving growth, has gone down very well with the industry chambers and also with consumers. You said loan mailers. Yes, loan mailers are there. They would at least help reviving sentiments, you know, for taking loans. So when the RBI governor says that we are doing our part and the government is doing its part, but this process has to continue. So what do you think should be the next steps from the government, which has already announced a number of measures, you know, and uh, Finance Minister Ms. Nirmala Sitaraman has said that, you know, we will continue announcing those measures. You know, in fact, uh, and out here I would like to point out, you know, there are a lot of commentary that comes along that, you know, the government should give a stimulus. And the same people who say that they should be stimulus, the government should push extra investment into the economy, also cavil at saying when the government says, I'll give out loans, you know, I'll push my banks to give out loans. I really can't see a very major difference why the government should actually start its own sort of, I mean, very simple labor encouraging work which are the hallmark of this NRHA and other programs, or giving out loans. I would say giving out loan, and if those loans are in structured, are encouraged to be given to people who are willing to turn those around, I would say that's much more productive work than making people come with shovels and bricks, mortars to come and dig holes in the ground, the classical Keynesian point of view. It's probably a much better idea to give people the chance to be creating their own ideas of employment. That's probably much more creative, that's probably much more stimulus-inducing than the government saying that I will start a public work for which the whole idea is that there should just be labor should be paid 
massive amount and capital should be restricted. The government should build buildings, the government should build roads, the government should build infrastructure. But those are mega stuff which the government should be doing it of its own because that's where the government is good at doing things. But labor creating work is not something that the government is particularly good at. If instead of that it's actually encouraging banks to give out loans and the banks have to then take the responsibility of ensuring that those loans are paid back and the response from SAG groups and others show that those can be and those are satisfied and those are paid back, then I think that's some far better way of ensuring that the economy purrs back into action rather than government-induced fiscal stimulus where, you know, government just borrows and just pushes the money out into every pocket. I think I would rather prefer the second alternative. So that, I think, is great. The point that you were saying about the finance minister saying that we'll keep on pushing more measures, yes, one set of measures is always necessary, which is the factor reforms. I mean, it's a great idea that you've cut tax rates. It'll be an even equally good idea to do the other factor reforms in this period, which was not possible earlier or on which the government had got distracted. You know, I'm talking about labor reforms. Even if we can't do land reforms, at least let's get the labor reforms across states. Most states are, despite the passage of the central government's two legislations, which one is already passed, the other one is in with the select committee, their states now should move and start doing the consequent labor reforms. But I see very few states even now really pushing themselves hard to get those labor reforms on. We need to get all of these things working now. And this is a sort of this weakness that has come in the economy is a great time to sort out all those problems. It's not just the industrialist who needs the ease of doing business. Ease of living is very important for the people who are not the big ones and for them making these rules and others simpler. If states actually now start putting out a list of, you know, laws and rules which they can simplify and bring it on for the people instead of waiting for the center to, you know, sort of cajole them to start doing those, it will be a great opportunity and be, we would have used this crisis wonderfully. And 6.1% growth rate for 2019-20, even if it looks that, you know, RBI has reduced the projection considerably from 6.9% to 6.1%, if you look at the global context, it looks good. And if RBI is moving ahead and reducing interest rates, then obviously consumers at some point of time will start thinking that, no, this is my time, this is my time to take loans and then invest, you know, that will come. But one real problem, one major issue has been, Shubhmoy, and that small and medium sector entrepreneurs have somehow, you know, have failed to get loans from the banking system. Bigger industries, yes, there is a problem. NPA problem has taken us to somewhere, you know, where big investments are not happening. Big industries are not taking loans. But even smaller entrepreneurs, you know, there is lack of confidence in banking system also and among the entrepreneurs also to get loans or from their side to take loans. How to improve that? Something should be done from the government side and from RBI side also to improve this situation. Right. And one of the things that's changing is because of the GST. You know, what's happening is that despite the scare among the small enterprises, GST is creating a tax trail for them. And those who have come into this tax trail are finding life easier. Now, their percentage is obviously lower than those who have not used the tax trail. The GST is still something that many small entrepreneurs don't want to get into. But it is something which unless they really get into it, they will not be able to succeed because it will be extremely reluctant bank. Supposing an entrepreneur comes to the bank and says, I want to take out a loan, but I don't have any GST number. I don't have any other relevant tax details. I can understand the bank would be sort of wondering that whether the person who's coming along really has the intention to be able to and to want to do a proper business. 
but on the other side those who have actually gone on the gst trail they are getting the advantage right now the numbers will start you know pushing up and my suspicion is that in another quarter or so because it's already been about we started in 2017 july so we had one july and we have almost 24 months we have crossed two years and that would mean that now a considerable amount of data has come in the gst framework and within that to the banks about small enterprises who have data about their credit structure about their tax structure and they are the ones who i suspect will now be in the vanguard of people who will be able and willing to take those loans so my suspicion is that that thing is going to happen very soon and that is when you will see the advantage showing up for others who have not taken that route to see that this is the way to go about it so my suspicion is that this is something which is still playing out i am very happy that the rates are coming down consistently because that is giving the additional incentive for them to be able to go through the banking circle and to take the loans it's going to show up it's a huge tectonic change in terms of indian the way we had done business but that's how it is so so boy it seems that you know for economy it is good that government and rbi are working together to revive growth and more measures are expected and it would be good if industry and also consumers start taking loans and the growth cycle reaches to somewhere around 7% if not this year at least next year thank you very much for taking part in this discussion thank you sandeep you were listening to a discussion on rbi's fourth bimonthly monetary policy the participants were subhamay bhattacharjee economic analyst and santosh tiwari journalist This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website newsonair.com. Tune in to the News on AIR app for quick news updates. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks@gmail.com. 